with the cry of dereliction, and that their accounts were meant to offer a counterbalance to the sense one receives from Matthew's and Mark's Gospels. Luke and John offer a kind of clarification that Jesus ultimately did not die disillusioned and feeling abandoned by God. Rather, his final words and thoughts were words of complete trust in his Father. A word about the order of the last statements of Jesus. Because no one gospel includes more than three of the final seven phrases Jesus spoke, we do not know the exact order in which Jesus spoke these words during the six hours on the cross. I have used in this book the traditional ordering of these statements. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. Today you will be with me in paradise. Behold your Son. Behold your mother. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I thirst. It is finished. Into your hands I commit my spirit. I have combined the final two statements of Jesus into one chapter, allowing the book to coincide with the six weeks of Lent. I have also included a postscript, the words after that an Easter meditation on the words Jesus spoke following his resurrection, including what were truly the final words Jesus spoke while walking this earth. In this book, I've chosen to begin each chapter with a first-person narrative of someone who stood near the cross, hearing the particular statement of Jesus. My hope in doing so is to help you imagine yourself at the foot of the cross and to help you see and hear what transpired there. These accounts are, of course, fictional, though they are imagined based upon the information we do have from the Gospels. It should be mentioned that in 24 Hours That Changed the World, I prepared video segments in which I took viewers to the Holy Land to visit the traditional sites where the final events of Jesus' life are said to have occurred. Available for this present volume is a small group discussion guide and DVD with videos not filmed in the Holy Land but edited from sermons I preached on the final words, a series of sermons that served as the basis of this book. The videos are designed to promote discussion among book clubs, Bible study groups, and Sunday school classes. Let us join the crowd now and experience the final words from the cross. Chapter 1 Father, forgive them. As they led him away, they seized a man, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming from the country, and they laid the cross on him and made him carry it behind Jesus. When they came to the place that is called the Skull, they crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Luke chapter 23 Verses 26 and 33 to 34a. Simon of Cyrene We had spent two weeks sailing from the north coast of Africa to celebrate the Passover in Jerusalem. My sons were small boys, yet old enough to feel the excitement as we approached the holy city. As our small caravan came over the last hill, Rufus let out a shout, Look, Father, the temple! There she stood, 
the earthly palace of God, gleaming as she towered over the city. Though my family had lived in Sereni for generations, Jerusalem was for us, as for every Jew, our heart's home. That night, we joined our cousins in Bethany for the Passover Seder that marked the beginning of the festival, sharing a meal and recalling God's salvation for our people. We ended that meal, as we did every year, praying for the coming of the Messiah. The next morning, Rufus, Alexander, and I left early to spend the day in Jerusalem, visiting the temple and then the festival taking place near the markets. As we approached the city, we saw what appeared to be a parade coming our way. But soon we could see that this was no parade. There were Roman soldiers driving three criminals toward the rock quarry where criminals were crucified. Each of these criminals was carrying a...